Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mdiwa Kavaza, and for today, uh, we are going to be having quite an interesting discussion on this platform. You know that uh, we tend to, um, you know, create a number of discussions um, around the economy, around consumers, and one of the things that we have spoken about is how, uh, you know, more and more people can get into the world, um, you know, of investing. And uh, for today, we are going to be talking to the team um, over at uh, Mesh Trade. Um, there's a couple of definitions that I've seen, you know, out there in the world around, you know, what, uh, you know, Mesh does. Uh, but, uh, you know, for example, I have one that talks about them being a decentralized uh, marketplace. I have one that talks about, you know, tokenization and being able to trade any assets. So we're just going to be talking to Connie uh, Bloom, who is the executive head and a co-founder, uh, about which of these definitions, uh, unless all of them do apply, um, you know, about their business and, you know, how they've gone about um, getting into the market, differentiating themselves and how uh, they actually plan to grow into the future. Connie, greetings to you today. Good afternoon. Nice to be with you. Now, thank you so much for, you know, taking your time, you know, for being with us today. You heard me rattling off a couple of definitions, you know, that I've, you know, gone and found about uh, what Mesh is and what Mesh does. Uh, maybe you as a as 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 one of the founders could actually tell us, you know, uh, what's real and what's not real um, out there. Um, I think I have to go for option C on your menu, all of the other. <laughs> and I think the answer of this relies in our origin story. And we talk about mesh trade as how all the threads came together to actually form what we currently have as mesh. So mesh, we generally say is a multi-sided decentralized platform through which you can issue, create, trade and settle any financial assets across its entire life cycle. Now saying that is a quite a mouthful, so let's break that down for you because part of your definition is in there. So what we are is we are a platform through which issuers can come into the market and they can issue any kind of assets of a financial nature to any kind of investor into the market. And yes, we use tokens to do that. So let's say that you have an ETF that comes in and you can create a token around that and you can sell that out to retail investors as well. Um, and you can also take your very interesting cryptocurrencies and purchase that as well on Mesh and right next door to a share. So we've seen all these things happening in the market and you mentioned democratization of uh, trading. And all of that comes through in Mesh as we wanting to create greater access to the investment world to the future of the capital markets. Okay, cool. Now, very quickly, I just need to ask because I'm listening to the definition and uh, all of this, and I'm just thinking certain certain products. I'm just thinking of an ETF, for example. Um, ETFs by nature are already tokenized. You know, so when 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 I come to <laughs> when I come to your platform. Um, is it is it that uh, I'm just 
increasing my flexibility in how I trade, um, you know, with uh, that particular asset, asset class, whatever it is, um, or am I actually creating something new? Um, so by their very nature, you are very correct. They do take on a form that's similar to a token and they usually trade it within a unit form or contract form. And when you come to mesh, then yes, absolutely. You can buy a token of that. But the big advantage here is that you can actually get them in a fractionalized basis. So if you want to buy 10 rands worth of ETF or 10,000 rand worth of ETF, you can do so. And you can then buy the corresponding amount of tokens, um, to, to, to do that. But I think the magic of mesh comes in that we streamline, we compress the entire market into elegant flow. So we take away a lot of those brokerage costs and we take a lot of those efforts out of your hand to be able to do that but you can do uh, you can invest into your ETF or your share alongside all the the the, the instruments in the capital markets I think as retail investors we are very used to being spoon-fed um, certain investments that people think is appropriate for our portfolios but if you do decide to include a bond into your portfolio have you ever tried to do that it's it it's quite cool it's quite easy um and if you do choose to do so go ahead and through mesh that should be possible you can curate your portfolio and you can curate the essence into which you invest and um, as i said we simplify the process and we make it a lot cheaper for you as well it's actually very funny that you used the example of a bond because I was actually talking to someone who is um, a fixed income analyst. And I remember asking them recently to say, myself as a retail investor, can I go and invest in a in a bond, a government bond, like R186, whatever it is? And they had no answer for me. In that moment, because most of the time it's the it's the big institutional guys that tend to, um, yeah, to be the ones that invest in some of those markets. So um, I, I, I'm beginning to see the light at the end of the tunnel now uh, when it comes to you know what it is uh, that you guys uh, you know what it is you guys are doing. But where are we in the business journey? Um, at the moment, startup, are you guys growing? Are you, you know, around the world? Are you in South Africa? Like, where are we? It's a very good question. We are very much within our startup phase. We have chosen the South African market as our initial market to 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 go into. We feel that South Africa is a very regulatory safe um, market, but also has very advanced financial institutions. And the financial industry is working great in 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 this market so that has created a uh, magnificently great i would say breeding ground for us to to launch our business into because there's a healthy retail investment investment sector there's a healthy institutional investment sector and then there's a healthy um corporate sector as well so through here we we can launch our business which is a bit of a lower risk than us going into some of the the countries that have lower regulatory burdens because we actually want to prove ourselves against that saying that there is place for a multi-sided platform which is blockchain based as well to enter into a safe and mature market and can actually bring forth the advantages that we promise to bring forth with our technology and our platforms as well. 
So within South Africa, we are starting out and we are starting out by entering into the retail investment um, market and then expanding into the institutional investment uh, space. And we have chosen this because of the good partnerships that we also have within the market through some very well-known institutions as well. Uh, so we think that we will be... Um, having great success here. And this is also the, the test bed for our funding rounds as well. Um, so are we still in the pre-launch phase or have you guys started operating? We have started operating. Everyone can go to Mesh.Trade and click on that sign up button and start their journey with Mesh. So we are already in the market and you can operate and sign up and join the Mesh movement anytime you feel like. All right. Um, one of the things that, um, you know, I'm just reflecting on that you said is the fact that, uh, you know, when you look at the amount of regulation that's in the South African market, particularly around uh, financial services, it's quite it's quite dense. Uh, but, you know, within that density, there is a, there is some amount of surety and security um, and it is probably the most advanced of the financial services sectors on the continent um, so probably makes sense um, to start something like this particularly uh, given the fact that you've decided to get into the market you know in a realm that people find you know a little bit complex the moment people start talking about tokens uh yeah it it, it gets a bit woozy for uh, for 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 some so i think south africa makes sense from that point of view in terms of uh you know actually starting out and then um you know branching out into the world reception wise how how has that been so far it's an interesting question. Um, as we are starting out our journey only, so uh, we're still seeing how people are reacting to it. And you're extremely right in saying that uh, with regulation and with, with high technology that comes into the space, people do take a bit more care before stepping over that line. So from a business perspective, the journey has been interesting, but also people have been very excited for the value proposition that we are delivering out into the market and bringing to their doorsteps to give the power back to the retail and the institutional users into this new capital market of the future. Um, but with any financial platform, my advice will always be do your due diligence. Be aware of what the risks are of stepping into the space um, and make sure that you're comfortable with those. And we've taken an extreme amount of care to make sure that all clients that step into the mesh space step into a regulatory safe zone and that we've taken due care to make sure that everyone is guided across the journey. So we take care of all the complexities. We take care of all the blockchain things, all the random token words and private keys and hashes and so forth that you can think about. So our users have the best experience that can possibly go their way. And we don't just like calling them users. We like calling them clients because the moment that you click on that sign up button, you should be stepping into the mesh world and every person is special to us. So we've taken great care to make sure that this complex world and scary world of the capital markets at the end of the day is simplified and compressed. Um, so you can just do your investment. You can just run your portfolio and all the rest, there's MasterCard. <laughs> I like that. Uh, especially that, especially that, uh, that MasterCard comment over there. Um, 
one of the things that is interesting about the fact that you guys have gotten into this is you know where we are right now there is you know this big move uh, to democratize what's been going on in the investment space get more people um you know into the market south africa has the dubious reputation of being a country of uh, spenders as opposed to savers um and investors so uh, it it <laughs> it is always good to see efforts um you know trying to fix that situation but um i think key to that will be uh, yourself and the team, right? What's the background? You know, because one can expect that for something like this, it's either you're coming from a financial services background or you're coming from a technology, um, you know, sort of background. Those tend to be the the types of people um, that find themselves in this space, uh, you know. So Connie and team, where are you guys from? That's a brilliant question. And I think your your assumption is spot on. I think that the mesh team sits within that lovely space where they actually have both, which is very unique within this market. Um, so we come from a space where our group of companies has been in the market for around 14 years and Mesh has been born out of that experience that we've built up within the financial industry and was in the financial industry, specifically the capsule market. So we've come from years and years and years of experience um, of implementing treasury and trade systems within that, that space. So that side of technology in comes through. And then with that, everyone is experts within this field as well. We have everything from financial engineers through to asset managers and so forth, um, bringing their experience to the table. But with that, we also combine that with the business builders and the technology builders as well. And all those, those skill sets are absolutely necessary to actually bring a solution like this and together with that the team has an incredible passion for what they do they live to create access for all to the capital markets that is what they they want to do and what we dream about one day when we grow up that every person regardless if you have 10 rand or 10 billion rand should be able to come into this space and spend it and and grow your investments in your portfolios um when you talk about uh a group of companies, the 14 years, etc. Uh, this is the second time that you sort of mentioned that you spoke about it uh, earlier on. Uh, maybe you could just expand on that, give us a little bit of color just around that coming together and that network. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. So Mesh is part of a group of companies called 42 Markets. And 42 Markets was originally started 14 years ago with a company called Andile Solutions. And Andile Solutions was actually founded within South Africa and grown um, to where it is currently. And around three years ago, we decided that um, what we're seeing within the industry um actually pushed us to to start creating mesh. What are those things that we've been seeing? We've seen that technology has been changing, that blockchain has been stepping into that space. We did not have the term Web 3.0 to play around with, nor the metaverse, but the trends started sticking out their heads. And I think this industry has been rocked by financial crisis after financial crisis. And we've seen how the industry has just bloated. There's so many people taking a cut of the pie um, and so many people 
bringing waste into the space that it was actually a wake-up call for us to start mesh so to start building the capital markets of the future where everyone is free to access and where everyone is free to invest into um, assets that really serve them and by the end of the, the day actually um stimulating economies to grow if um if the world works out like we dream it will be working out so we've been very blessed to be able to grow from very stable and very sound um, business principles to be the company that we are today okay that uh, that makes sense um and especially at, at least there's a track record you know that uh, what do you call this <laughs> we didn't wake up yesterday and decide to to start trading bitcoins <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah because i do think uh, what do you call this that tends to um that tends to lend itself to some of the skepticism that people tend to have um you know when it comes to uh, what many see as, you know, the more exotic side of financial services um, and trading where it seems like there are a lot of new fly-by-night sort of players uh, that, too, that do come into the market. So at least if there's a bit of a track record, people will be like, okay, fine. Um, these people, you know, they at least have done something um, out there in the world. Um, and uh, there's, uh, there's actually uh, the track record, like I said. And the other piece of that uh, you guys are listed as a as a what do you call this as a as a netherlands based company what's the relationship so yes absolutely i think the netherlands is a very well positioned um geog ge geography for technology ip and tax and also with that is there's a lot of very skill, scarce skills that we can find within the Netherlands. So that has been a very big attraction for us to, to HQ within the European um, markets. And also the kind of technology that we bring forth um, does require very, very specialized people to, to come together and, and build the future of the capital market. Um, that is interesting because our first country that we've chosen to go into it has been South Africa, but that lends a ear to our expansion plans, which has the EU and UK as our next markets that we would like to expand mesh into as well. So good hub for us. And also when you look at the progress of regulations, when we started mesh out three years ago, regulation was not where it was today. Um, so it was a bit of a gray space and we've always wanted to be a responsible revolution. We've never wanted to be categorized with the Ponzi schemes and so forth that comes with the term blockchain. I think you alluded to it in your, in your question uh, around people's distrust to this economy and distrust towards the technology space, especially. So we, need, we knew we needed to be a responsible revolution. And so we, we needed to choose a place to grow our business, which will actually reflect our um, principles that we're trying to, to put in place. Uh, so the Netherlands has been it. 
And um, I think with regards to research and development um, as well, combine that with the, the regulations that are now coming out with the Mika Andorra regulations in the Netherlands and Cuban Naidu from, from our regulator here in South Africa also t- starting to take a stance. We are finding ourselves in a pl- in a in an industry that's really quickly growing, but also willing to speak to the tech industry and speak to the fintech industry to actually create a future that is better and brighter for all our clients involved all right i think one of the things uh that did stick out to me um you know and why even asked the question was the fact that um i think you did mention you know at the beginning uh some of the advantages that come with locating yourselves in a place like the netherlands and it really does seem to have become a little bit of a trend um amongst your uh, startups um you know that do business in south africa where your your founders or your head office tends to be in an amsterdam um amsterdam has become quite popular we've seen singapore a little bit of new york and san francisco and london but um, Amsterdam in particular, um, especially for some of the high growth um, companies, you know, they really seem to be favoring it. And we can't deny, uh, not deny, we can't also forget um, the fact that uh, what you call this, uh, one of the biggest companies in South Africa process is listed in Amsterdam. So uh, it really does seem like it's uh, probably the place to be. And I think that leads us quite nicely um, onto um, whatever. I'm not sure what was happening for three years before you guys uh, launched. I'm, I'm, I've heard that starting anything in financial services, you have to, you know, uh, sign many forms. You have to, you know, tick a lot of boxes. You know, dot I's, cross T's, and that tends to, part. <laughs> <laughs> and that tends to take uh, a lot of time. Um, was there also any funding runs that were happening? Um, because I'm pretty sure that uh, for something like this, you at least need to have some measure of liquidity um, for the trading itself, but also for putting in the systems. Mm, yes, absolutely. Um, to a large extent, um, what we've been doing this last three years, other than, than than spending money, is actually transforming that money into our platform that you currently see as Mesh. So the most of our infrastructure has actually been self-built. Um, this is our technology in our space. Uh, and I, I would say that when you log in, you'll see that it's absolutely stunning to not only look at, but stunning to use as well. But as you alluded to your question, it is a long time and it is, um, I would say, challenging to break into this, this, this industry. As you mentioned, there's a lot of regulation that you have to comply to, um, all the T's to dot the, 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 oh, the T's to cross and the I's to, Dot whatever way around you want to see that, and, and you, you can you can also do it the other way around. Let's call it innovation, um, and you do spend a lot of money building a system like this. Is not for the faint-hearted, nor for the small wallets at this stage. We 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 speak to a lot of clients that that sometimes look at. Um, the space and especially the platform space. I think you've you've heard a lot around platform um, 
strategies that a lot of the bigger banks are starting to follow and so forth. And they're like, oh, but we'll build our own. We'll we'll go for, for that. And coming through the last three years, we all in Meta are like, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, good luck. It's going to be a fun journey, um, but it's also going to be a hard journey. Um, so with regards to funding rounds and also given the current state of the markets, I think you're well aware of the crypto winter that's currently going on, mm-hmm. but also a lot of the value that's being wiped out within the fintech space it it has been challenging to go through funding rounds so for a large extent we have been self-funded through our group um, but we've needed to step out into the market now for a long time and we've been raising actively for i would say just over a year now um, hopefully soon we may have some 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 good news, but we'll we'll see how everything work, work, works out. Um, and we've been out trying to get good um, good VC capital into 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 our business. So we have gone out into a Series A round, um, which we hope to be be closing soon. And our biggest thing is that we didn't just want the capital into our business. We also wanted something called connected capital. Uh, Seeing as we are bringing so many strings of the industry together, we needed to bring people on board that were just as passionate about our journey and our future than what we are ourselves. Um, So we've been all over. We've tried the UK markets. We've tried the EU markets. We've tried the South African markets as well, the American markets as well to to raise, uh, trying to find that that good investor into our space. And it's it's been fun and very good for us to take those learnings into our business as well. Um, but those those days are hopefully soon behind us. And we are actually actively um, looking at you know, bigger partnerships within the market at this stage to grow our business to those kind of next levels as well. So on the one side, definitely funding, but on the other side, Growing our business via partnership is what is in the cards for us in the next few months. Um, I like the fact that, uh, you know, uh, there is that journey, at least. Um, it's it's not anything that's been rushed. Unfortunately, financial services is like that. You can never really, um, you know, rush anything in the sector. Uh, but and also interesting that you guys have chosen to go, um, you know, to Series A. You know, because a lot of people tend to go out on, you know, um, on seed first and then decide, okay, maybe um, Series A. But, you know, the connected capital part, um, I do hear a lot of founders, you know, talking about uh, the fact that they want other things, you know. You know, it's one thing to raise the money, but, you know, quite another to have access to market, to have access to, you know, the people that have the expertise that can help you to scale the business or to enter, um, you know, any of the countries that you guys have ambitions um, to actually get into. You're talking about Europe, etc. Um, so, you know, it should be interesting. Uh, keen to see how, you know, those funding announcements come about and the types of uh, you know, people that will be uh, coming on board. Before we let you go, are you able? To, are you comfortable to share how much you guys are targeting to raise? Not at this stage, no. Not at this stage. So we'll be giving you a call to to give you some good news on that side. Okay, cool. So as we end off, uh, maybe just uh, touching uh, on something that you alluded to just now, crypto winter. Um, it's it's an interesting one. Uh, and I say interesting one simply because 
when one looks at the flow, the deal flow uh, on the continent, fintech continues to be the the thing that everyone is looking at and where the money is going. But at the same time, you know, in the markets, depending on the type of fintech you have, of course, if you're leaning more towards, you know, uh, the the cryptocurrencies or anything on the blockchain, etc., it's a tough time in the market right now. So you have that duality of, you know, tough time in the market, but still a lot of investor interest for getting into um, these types of business models. So how are you guys thinking around that? So our thinking around that is um, to bring them onto Mesh. <laughs> that we have a private capital raising capabilities on our side. Um, and that means that fintechs can actually come to Mesh and raise their next round with us and, and push that out to our universe of investors. I think that is an extremely exciting space uh, for us to, to maintain. But you are correct in suggesting that this crypto winter and the growth in the fintech space is slightly contradictory to each other because most of the fintech projects do have some sort of blockchain reach or DLT reach if if they are brave um, because a lot of, I would say, value has been wiped out within the crypto winter space but i i would say i would i would i would wager that a lot of that value has been equivalently wiped out within the more traditional capital markets as well you see the same kind of trends happening with this in within the equity markets and within the bond markets as well although the bond markets are always slightly slower to react um, but I think the big thing that you have to see within the African market is that people are looking for good quality investments to put their money into. And the one big use case that we've been seeing is people have been approaching us and saying, hey, we want to bring money into Africa. We want to do impact investments. We want to maybe buy a bond in Ghana <laughs> if, if, if we can, or we want to invest into a fintech in, in Nigeria. Can Mesh actually help us to do that? And we say, absolutely, we can help you to do that. That If there is a good quality business on the other side, we can be your platform to actually bring your your, your money into, into this space. So we hope that the fintech side within Africa keeps on growing. And we would like to keep on being a vehicle for money to flow into their spaces, crypto winter or not. Um, markets, you have to ride out, you have to time out. But good quality investments will stand the the taste of time, I always say. All right. So crypto winter, crypto winter or not, you just have to ride out uh, the markets. Very interesting uh, conversation. Just talking to the team, um, you know, over at uh, Mesh Trade. Uh, very keen to see how uh, the business is going to grow over time. Um, and especially um, given all the attention that's been around a different type of tokenization. Um, you know, we've had, uh, you know, many discussions around um, you non fund ones, you know, your NFTs. Um, so very keen to see how um, this business goes and the types of uh, use cases. Uh, what's always interesting is uh, you provide a platform, but how do people end up using the platform? Uh, there's what you think the platform is going to do versus what the market ends up doing, um, you know, with that platform. So very keen to see, um, you know, how people, you know, take that on and the types of um, financial products in particular that uh, that will end up being popular um, in terms of being traded and just how far something like this can actually go. And then I think the last thing 
is you know i guess you've got that uh, you know that duality in the market uh crypto went on one side but still a lot of uh, focus um on your fintech assets at the moment and um i like the comment about providing good quality assets because um at the end of the day as long as you can prove a good business case uh then you know you're likely going to be attracting uh the right types of capital so that's been it we were talking to connie bloom uh, uh, she is the executive head and co-founder over at Mesh Trade. Connie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much for your time. This is Mudiwa's Take. Really great conversation with the team over at uh, Mesh Trade. And I think, you know, going forward, as I said, it will be most interesting to see um, how the platform and how the technology is used, um, you know, going forward. Uh, what we're talking about, you know, the tokenization, etc. I remember a couple of uh, months ago, we had a conversation um, with an NFT team and they were talking about how uh, people are using smart contracts, uh, you know, to raise corporate finance financing uh, for property rights um, and you know sale and these contracts that type of thing so you know on this side of uh, the tokenization market how are people actually uh, going to use some of these things we spent uh, a little bit of time talking about the bond market ETFs um, how people can trade you know some of you know those asset classes so going forward how will this version of tokenization actually be taken on and then the second piece around that is in terms of strategy uh, for a company like this who's actually going to take um, take up something like this they're new in the market people are now signing up but is it you more your early adopters that are already more into uh, more into or inclined um, to the world of blockchain those types of fintech uh, solutions that's the first one or is it uh, going to have broad appeal you know the people that are trying to to, you know just get in um, and uh, invest in things that are different that will be an interesting thing to watch going forward and then the last one geographic expansion they've already mentioned that they have ambitions outside of uh, South Africa they've already position themselves in such a way that uh, they're already in a place like Amsterdam, they're already launching in South Africa, um, so that international factor is already there, they have that ambition. What's that What's that strategy going to look like? Is it going to be a Europe first type of expansion, Africa first, you know, it could even be Southeast Asia, Australia, um, the US, so many places that people could go. Where is this business model going to actually catch on and uh, who's going to actually be able to take it on forward. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcasts on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudiwa Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.